I ain't gonna expose. I'm not like that. I'm not a snitch. Virginity. Mm-hmm. Hush, hush, stop. Yeah. They love me. Let's see if your parents raise you. It's deeper than the physical. What up, fam? <laughs> Welcome back to the juxtaposition, everyone. Welcome back to the juxtaposition. My name is Nana. I'm one third of the juxtaposition. And I'm the second third of the juxtaposition, Bernice. And I'm the third third of the juxtaposition podcast. Yeah. You didn't say your name. My name is Janet. Sorry. Well, welcome to the new listeners, listeners, and welcome to those who have been riding with us since 2020. Mm-hmm. We're three year anniversaries coming up soon. September 2020. Three years. Pow. Kapow. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's been a long time. A lot yeah. of consistency, inconsistency, but right? continuation. A lot of consistency and inconsistency, <laughs> for real. I remember la- this year, last this time last year, in the summertime, we took the summer off. But that's not going to happen again. Yeah, I don't think that is definitely not going to happen. We're you here to stay. You overwhelmed, though. That's when you first start, start off something, it's hard yeah. to like, keep find a yeah. rhythm. But we found a rhythm. Yeah. yeah. We've been blessed. Greatly blessed. Don't worry. We'll give you guys one episode a week, one day again. We did that? Yes. <laughs> the time we had. And I think we can do it now, though. but that's these true. guys don't that's want it. That's COVID time. These guys. These guys are you have a yeah, job. the first two years. What do you mean? We could do it once a week. Anyways. We could let's not do, do it this. Once a week. This is a lot of silence in the, in the starting of the podcast. Hi, guys. Anyways, how was your week, guys? We came back. Well, yeah. How was your week, Nana? We came back from Miami. We had a blast in Miami. We did. Yeah. Super sick. Hopefully you- the vlog comes back. I mean, comes out. We just never know because someone's no, holding it. I didn't put no I think recap we're all or anything. Holding yeah. Each individual pieces. Yeah, I didn't mm. I didn't put no recap out or anything. I, mean, I put my I recap did. out today. I did today too. You did? A scheduled post, yeah. It came out already. <laughs> <laughs> to show was the it, people. Was it a reel? It was like pictures mixed with videos. Was it a real? It was no, not a real. Oh, okay. So Hers a was a real. So it was yeah, a post. Yeah. I put a, a lot of effort into my. Yeah, I know she China did. did. She did, but yeah, Miami. I enjoyed yeah. it. Would you go back again? Yes. You would. Miami hits different for me because I've been like studying Miami as a kid. You know, I was a fan of Miami Heat, so like I've been knowing. And yeah, then the rappers are from Miami. You know, we didn't Rick explore Ross like that. Miami is a city that like it's a night city. It's not a daytime city. Like, mm-hmm. and you have to have money because. Yeah, that city is expensive. No, I'll go this just, just I'll go there just to relax. Like it was a good relaxing. Like see palm trees. Like I'll definitely go back. I think I would sure. go to a different part of mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. Not like yeah. Orlando. Disney World. We need to go to Disney World. Yeah, I even forgot that that existed in that state. in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Orlando. Yeah, so there's different places, but Miami's it, it's nice. Mm-hmm. I think it's the downtown is definitely different from Toronto. But I was thinking that I felt like Toronto has a lot more stuff in a smaller yeah vicinity. Like you don't have to be like you don't have to travel yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. it's good. I said to my, I said I don't I don't think I would rush back to go back to the, Miami. To be honest, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't rush back, but I would want to go. back. I don't think I'm like oh my gosh I gotta go there again. I'm mm-hmm. like ah that could be like I'll do other trips and like that could be another like later later trip. I think but. the states is not all states is like that. Like Mm-mm. what do you mean like. If you go to a state, you'll be like, like I'll go back to Houston again mm-hmm. and again. Yeah, because you'll go back to Houston because you didn't stay there for too long. But I'll still go because I feel like there's so much more to it. Miami, I just felt like there's only like three or four places that you can go to that is like the like hype, the area. hot spots. Yeah, the hot spots. And after that, once you went through those things, that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. 
That's why I felt like, that's why it was like, I don't think like I respect not u- it. U- unique things to do mm-hmm. in terms of like, yeah. Yeah, there's like Wynwoods and like, that's the mm. art graffiti area, like the museums. Like once you do all those, then that's the end of it. Yeah. Mm. But it was good. It was a good time. Well, it Definitely was. Definitely relaxing, Well, well needed rest yeah. vacation. Yeah. Still feel like I'm on vacation, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we we came back from Miami. We also went on a retreat the week after, mm-hmm. so we just came back from a retreat, which is, I I had I had I liked it. I think it was nice to get away. Yeah, I did too. But then I thought I was the late add on. Yeah, because he originally he was like, yeah, I don't I don't think I'm gonna go. I want to go on because we had a hike going on with our church too. So yeah, like, um, I don't think I'm gonna go. And I was like, see you, this guy. You'll come and say I'm not going then. The the twenty fourth hour, you come and say, ah, you know what? I think you know, yeah, I think I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, God provided. You God know, provided. I got it at a discounted rate, so discounted rate, and yes. on top of that, and you were blessed on your trip too. How was I blessed? You were blessed, no? Oh, oh just in general, oh, I thought yeah. like I received, like I received something more. Oh, I thought you were talking about the food because we were blessed. Oh in that man, that food too. was so good. It was. I'm so not gonna good. lie. <laughs> We had the sandwiches. Oh, man. We had the sandwiches for lunch. I said, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> hey, what are we going to have for dinner? Because this is looking kind of shaky. <laughs> but we had for dinner. I said, man, yeah. oh, yeah. man. All, Thank you all, to all, all those. All yeah, those yeah, ladies, their hands. Man. Their hands are blessed. They're blessed. They're I want to cook like that in my life. Right? Yeah. I'm like, you need I need to, a yeah. crash course. I need somebody to teach. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know what thing about cooking? You need to love to cook. If yeah. you don't love cooking in that moment, like, even if it's just a specific meal, if you don't love cooking them, it's not gonna taste. It's not gonna taste good. Yeah, yeah. it's probably not. It's not because you know you can tell when your when mommy makes food yeah. when she's happy to she make it. She don't be putting love in it, and when she's not yeah. happy to make it, you You're know, like, damn. You know which when she makes the jollof, you know when she's happy to make it, and when mm. she's just like, oh, I just need to put it because we need something to eat. Yeah, that's true. Oh I want to love cooking, but I I don't think I do as much. Maybe because I like I want to be in my own space mm. and like have like you know. Yeah, space to do my own thing. Mm. But it's okay. That will come a time. But thank you for the Amen. cooks in my house who are feeding me currently. Glory to God. You know? <laughs> Christiana. That's Christiana right Christiana, there. Christiana, shout out to her. She, She'll be real. feeding me. She she does her thing. She you does. know why? Because she likes to eat. She does. And she does, no matter what time of day, she's going to cook. <laughs> That's the thing I love about Christiana. Yeah. She will cook and there'll be extra. So that means I can eat. So if Christiana comes home, anytime she comes home, I know she's going to cook something. Mm. I mean, I like it all the time, but she she does cook. So yeah. praise God for your older sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sister don't cook for me, man. I cook by myself. No one cooks for me, man. Oh. No one cooks for me. If I don't cook, I won't eat. No one cooks for me. <laughs> all man. my life, I have to fight. All my life, I have to fight. I'm living the real... I don't, I'm not trying to downplay you guys, of course, but no one cooks for me. It's kind of sad, but it's okay. You're, you can't say no one cooks for you. The only people <laughs> that cook no for me one. is when I go buy food. That's the only <laughs> that people cook for me. No one cooks for me. The last time my mom made watching, my mom is a retired cook. <laughs> Due to our circumstances, she's not a cook anymore. And she too has to fend for herself. <laughs> no one cooks for me, man. <laughs> when I get my house, though, when I get my apartment. Oh, my. No way, I'm going to let people come to my kitchen cook for me. My mom, aunties, everybody's going to come cook for me. And I'm going to cook for myself too. I'm going to cook for others. I'm going to bring that back. I now used to cook for these yeah, guys. Back in season one, 
Season one in the juxtaposition in Shoreham. I used to cook these guys every Friday. I was working on my skills. You're you can only imagine if we're still there, how better I'll be. <laughs> Telling you, my cooking skills are now on pause. Now I just cook He's healthy regressed. stuff. <laughs> Everything is just healthy, healthy, healthy. Wait, you need to not always be healthy. No, but his healthy food is not it's not hitting the way the cook still cook healthy. Nah, man. Healthy food don't hit like that. Nah, what are you, you talking can still about? cook healthy and have flavor. I'm, I'm eating the same thing. Do you really think I'm gonna give someone a healthy um uh meal? Like here, here, like yes. if I'm impressing yeah. someone, I'm not giving them a healthy If you can, meal. can give them like no a good way. Meal. But if you are a good cook, you can you can make a healthy meal feel like it's a fat meal. That's true. Maybe. Or taste like a fat meal, but it's delicious and healthy. My favorite meal was one day was burgers. Yo, we used to have burgers. Nothing. At my house? Yeah. Oh, man. Remember that time he gave us, he <laughs> gave us hockey burgers. puck burgers? <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I actually appreciate you that for cooking yeah, that was, for that us. Was it was time. really like, that yeah. was a love language. Yeah. It was good. You it were serving. Fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. talks and it was Watched, good. Uh, The Bachelor. Oh, my gosh. That season was Watched a mess. Married at first sight. Married at yeah. first sight. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. Was it Love is, we didn't watch Love is Blind. No, no at that time, so. I think mm-hmm. we didn't watch that. that mm-hmm. time. But yeah, we've yeah. had some. That was good. Good old times. That was fun. But anyways, mm-hmm. Nana also in his cooking industry. Yeah, because, have, oh, good segue. because he, he, loves just, to, he loves to cook so much <laughs> that he didn't even know when to stop. Oh, man. He didn't know. Okay, so you know what? So as you can see, Nana's <laughs> looking like his whole arm is broken, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> just one finger. It's just his finger that is... um injured right now so you want to share the story because i need to be as detailed as possible because people are listening that's so they need to make sure that you, they can envision what happened so as you can tell sometimes when they're talking i'm like like this i'm grimacing because <laughs> i'm in pain um so uh, yesterday no monday let's say a monday because by the time people hear this so i start cooking on monday you know fresh week you know i did my groceries in the morning went to the gym and i start cooking on the menu was um burrito bowl <laughs> So I got my beans, you know, my canned beans, and I, I finished cutting my onions and stuff like that. And then my second meal was going to be um, a whole wheat pasta, right? So then um, I started cooking the burrito bowl first. So I finished cutting my onions, and then it was time to cut the um, the cans, right? So I'm using the can opener. I do the first one, which was corn. I do it, and it didn't do it fully. You know when you're using the can opener, and it doesn't cut Because you only want one side to stay and then Mm -hmm. all of it to, you know? Mm -hmm. So the can cutter wasn't as best, you can say. (laughs) Right? Is that the right one? It's good, but (laughs) as best is good too. Yeah, I wasn't as best. (laughs) (laughs) So it cut, it it didn't, two sides were, you know, needed help. So the first one, I used the, the fork to lift it. So I bend it a little bit and then I just poured the water out the mm-hmm. liquid and then i put it wherever it need to be put i don't even know where i put it i put it in the i don't know <laughs> the pan <laughs> right so now it's time for the beans it was kidney beans so i i uh i do it <laughs> i use a can opener and two sides weren't opening so i used a fork like i did in the the, the first okay. one but this one was a bit more tough right so then <laughs> so then I uh, use my fingers. Hold my mic. Can you hold my mic? I use my fingers. I use my fingers like this. And as I use my fingers like this, it snaps. Wait. I went I, back. Wait, hold on a second. I'm, I'm so, so how did you get your I'm pinky? I'm confused. Yeah, how do you get your pinky? I don't know to this day. 
I don't Everything know. went so fast. I actually don't point. know. Even this morning, the, the thing was still there. I don't my the, 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 the beans were still there. I threw it out. <laughs> I threw out the beans. I was had PTSD. Let me tell you why I had PTSD. Cause I, so it snapped. And then all I look down, I see blood drip. Boom, boom, boom. Three big drips like on the floor. I look at my hand, my pinky, and it's sliced. Like clean sliced. Like like someone stabbed me or something like that. And I was like, Eva, my sister, Eva, Eva, I cut myself, I cut myself. And she's like, what? No, no, then she gave me tissue and she, we put it, I put, applied pressure. And I'm like, is Becky here? Is Becky here? And then my next sister came because she's a nurse. And I was like, Becky, do I need stitches? Do I need stitches? And she looked at it. She's like, yeah, I seen stitches. When I knew it was serious, I seen the white meat. I seen the white meat coming out. I said, hey. <laughs> I seen the white meat coming out, guys. So then it didn't hurt as much. It just felt like, because I, I bust my head open when I was younger. so Doing something you shouldn't have done. Hmm. Exactly. But that was a bit more serious. Like blood was spraying out like a water gun. But this one, the blood was just coming out slowly. So it just felt like air was just, you know, waving over it. So it didn't, it didn't feel, I'm even closing my eyes because it hurts <laughs> right now. I, it didn't feel as bad. So I decided to go to the hospital, drove myself to the hospital. Um... Even before I went to the hospital, I went to go give this a shirt to this someone. This guy's doing errands. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's I'm not an emergency. I'm doing Uber. Because it didn't hurt as much. I'm doing Uber. Why is happening to me? Like, I actually didn't do Uber. I just need to drop something. So I went to Tobacco, drop something off. Not at Tobacco. No, not at Martin Grove. I went to Martin Grove and then I went to the hospital. That's wow. even the opposite side. I went, yeah, it was the opposite side. So I Can went we, to. Your, fin- your pinky's your bleeding. bloody finger? No. I went to the hospital. Irresponsible. I had to go park. <laughs> I had to go park somewhere. This person was traveling, so I had to give it to them. I went to go park somewhere, and then I, I went to the hospital. I go in, and then um, the first like nurse, the one that's checking in people, he checked it, and he switched up my Band-Aid, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to need stitches. I said, oh, my gosh. And the, the blood was bleeding out my Band-Aid. It was bleeding out the Band-Aid. So I knew it was serious. So then um, I wait in the thing, the waiting room, it took me about five hours just to see the doctor, which is crazy. Which was if you haven't been in a doctor, I mean, if you haven't been in the hospital, you don't know the yeah, real telling things you, like healthcare and yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada stay away. Slow. Slow. If you can avoid injuries, please stay yeah. away because you're gonna wait for a long, long, slow. a long time. Yeah. Finally, I see the doctor. He takes out another bandage. Then I said bandage, bandaid. It's bandaid, isn't it? Bandaid. Oh. Then he took that off. I see my finger. I said, oh, I, I underestimated it. Until he took it off, I seen a hole in my finger. I said, hey. oh, my gosh. I almost cried. <laughs> then he grabbed the, the oh, um, I said, oil. Alcohol. <laughs> I looked at him. I looked at him. I said, sir, are you, do you have to put that on? He looked at me. He's like, of course. Like, very stern white man. Like, he didn't, didn't, like, like say it's okay it's okay none of them said that like it was just straight to business <laughs> then he put it on and he was rubbing us i put my head on and then he had to numb it and then he he said yeah you shouldn't look for this and then he numbed it and then he put the needle on my finger and i wasn't crying but i was close to crying I was surprised the tears didn't oh, even drop. Oh, 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 sorry. oh, oh. And then it got numb, which was kind of weird, kind of cool. It got numb, and then he started threading it, like 
just threading it. I said, Haish. And I was looking at it while I was threading it. I was you didn't record it? it. No, that one I couldn't record. I just recorded it when it was it was closed up. And then Did you take before pictures? I took a before and after picture. Mm-mm. And then right now, like if you if you open it, it just looks like this. This, you know, like right here, mm-hmm. it's like swollen. It looks like it's like this Spot. dislocated. Um, so then I went home, and then as I was driving home, the numb numbness went down, and that's when I felt the pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I couldn't even, like, feel my hand. I don't even know. Like, it was really bad. I couldn't really sleep and stuff like that. But one thing I take away from this experience was, is that, like, every body part is very important. Mm-hmm. Like... Your toes, finger, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's very important because this one finger is affecting Every, all three yeah. fingers. The only one that's feeling normal <laughs> is the thumb. <laughs> the thumb is feeling normal. So I can't go to the gym anymore. I can't swim because <laughs> I do swimming lessons. So I don't know if I'm going to pass or not. <laughs> and yeah. Wow. That's uh, also, to the, I mean, related to, it just reminds me of like, geez. Christ and Jesus. It's just like how each body the pain, part is. So yes. Pain. So uh, like if one is cut off, it's like it affects literally everyone and it's painful for yeah. everyone. Right? So they have to. So that's why it's like it needs to be whole. The whole body of Christ needs to be whole. Not mm. just one person is doing everything. It affects everybody. So there wow. you see Christ, wow. life lesson nice. right there through just injuries and, li- and suffering. Real talk. So. And my sisters were making fun of me, saying, oh, you're over dramatic and stuff like that. Which it hurts. They, I mean, they don't know, they don't think I'm lying that it hurts. But, like, we, as men, I think we do over-exaggerate a little I wouldn't bit. generalize that. You know why? I told you, I said because sometimes men are just, like, told, like, to be overly macho men. And so when mm. they do become, like, soft and actually are hurting, you can't even believe them anymore because I'm like, you were all macho, macho yeah. all this time. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, this is the this is painful. How can I even believe that? No, yeah. but some men will even get this and one will be like, it's fine. Exactly, yeah. but it's paining them. And, and knowing yeah. it's paining them. Exactly. Oh, and they'll show in the video, yeah, I'm different. I'm tough juice. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, if See, somebody, I told if myself, I'm not tough juice. I'm hurting. <laughs> oh, I'm hurting right now. It's throbbing. Sorry. Hey, oh man, take it easy. So yeah. So guys. pray for his healing. Pray for his finger so that it recovery. Actually, it's it's back to where it's probably not going to be as like back to the way it was, but it be functioning. Yeah. So. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, let's continue. Thanks for yeah. sharing your story. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> so we just came back from a retreat, as we said before, um, and the, basically Pastor John, the pastor that was preaching or leading us in the group sessions. We, he talked about two things. He talked about resentment and he talked about um, generosity. And generosity, gen, being generous has been chasing you. This thing of being generous is just, everywhere I go, it's just like, I just, I hear about it or like some type of content. Somebody's talking about it or, so I'm just like, okay, clearly God is, is trying to get our attention. So, I have a few questions that we can uh, help, uh, you know, navigate this conversation. So, how okay? Do you guys have any resentment right now? Are you holding any resentment in your heart? Ah, uh, yeah, I am. Oh, go okay. I am. All right, I'm holding resentment, but I don't think it's really resentment. I think well, maybe it is, but I think it's just like me taking on the resentment and not really knowing what the person's going through, and maybe they did hurt me, but there's it's a combination of like their feelings mm-hmm. plus the resentment together. 
Um, what do you resent this person for? And you're not gonna name the person, right? No, obviously, why would I do uh, that? But like, who this person is in your life, at least? No. no. Okay. I'm just not gonna do that. That's, that's for the like, people. That's too know. exposed. That's no, no, I'm just saying business. Um, sorry, what was the question? I said, what, um, what resentment are you holding against this? person? Oh, I think just co- a conversation that mm-hmm. we had, and certain things that were said, mm-hmm. and it was like, mm, I don't know, like. Yeah, basically certain things that were said that didn't really, I didn't really agree with. Mm -hmm. So, like, I just, Mm -hmm. yeah. So this this person is a friend? Yeah. And then, okay, so resentment towards a friend. What about you? Um, My sister's superintendent. I don't care. We're saying, <laughs> my sister's superintendent just smoke for her right now. Oh, smoke in my heart. I'm being honest. You want me to be honest? It's smoke in my heart. Okay. I resent her. And I think God did something today because <laughs> my sister was washing clothes and um, it broke. The, the machine, machine broke. Mm-hmm. So we had to deal with her. Mm. So she came to the door. Oh, I called the maintenance and so and so. This is after, I have so many stories. This is after I had a verbal altercation Inc- with her incident. because she it did was an some, altercation. It was oh, an no, incident <laughs> with her because she did something foul, you know? So um, she's like, yeah, this is, uh, I said, okay. So then we had to go downstairs to collect the clothes and put it in a basket, the mm-hmm. wet clothes. And she was in there. She's like, oh, do you need help? And she's just asking, asking my sister questions like, what do you do? For, like, oh, you're a nurse and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Creating a conversation. And then after we went upstairs, I was like, I told Becky, I said, Becky, I think God did that on purpose for us to um, have a conversation. A, yeah, a conversation mm-hmm. and better communication. Mm-hmm. My sister's like, oh, she's just... She has bipolar tendencies, and she doesn't like that. My sister doesn't like that. I don't like that, too, but, hey, maybe that was an open door. So, yeah, okay. that was my resentment. <clears throat> I still have resentment for her to this day, uh, and hopefully it'll go away. It will in Jesus' will. name because Jesus has called us to forgive. Amen. Called us to forgive, commanded to forgive, <laughs> but to trust is not a command. It is. <laughs> True. We're commanded to we'll begin, but the to, trust is we'll built. Come, we'll come back built. to that. There's yes. never no trust anywhere we'll there anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Hey. <laughs> okay. Well, for me, I, I said um, I said my parents, but I don't think it was my parents. I think it's more so like, or maybe it is just overall, but I think it was just like growing up, not getting that support that I, I was looking for. And so it's like that lack of support, I felt like it made me not like pursue certain things that I wanted to pursue and so it's just like I felt like they were holding me back because I didn't get the support that I was looking for so I'm like okay since they're not supporting me or they don't see this in me that means I'm not supposed to be doing these things so yeah I think that's something that I it's it's yeah I just felt like it was just that area just lacking of the support or like encouraging me to do something outside of my comfort zone Mm. so I just felt like it was just like because I I know I have abilities and gifts and stuff like that but i just felt like it was dormant for a very long time because i didn't get that encouragement from my parents that's a big thing actually yeah Uh, i feel like more in the inner city we're more rebellious so we would have just did it anyways and just say hey we did it if you don't come you don't come that's what we we No, but think no i'm saying i'm saying money and we had more free Free programs to help us that's what i'm saying so i just felt like like it was like like, opportunities yes and i just felt like because they didn't invest in that area, like in terms of whether it's a sport or like in terms of singing or in terms of whatever it is that I was able to do at that time, 
when I was younger, it was just like, I didn't feel like that support. And I wasn't looking for like, and put me in a program, but like, hey, I see this in you. Mm. Like keep doing those things. It was also, it was more so just the academics. I was like, yeah. I have so much more to me than just school. So that's why I felt like, uh, yeah, I wish I was put in dance. Yeah, like you see certain but, things, like but I mean, God. Going on a scholarship, I got a basketball scholarship, soccer shot, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you could have, you could have. Yeah. Okay, so how does resentment affect our ability to be generous? That's a good question. Does it affect your ability to be generous? Well, if I'm resentful hmm. toward, is it resentful? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm resentful towards someone, I'm not being generous to you. No, but I'm just saying other people. But I'm saying it doesn't have to be to that particular person. But does affect how you become generous? How are you generous in those things? Does affect your ability? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's not direct. Like if it was directly to the person, yeah, maybe. But like to other people, I think I kind of treat them separately. It does. It does, because. I can have resentment, not deep resentment, but resentment toward a certain group of people, mm-hmm. and then I won't come to your establishment. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I won't come. And then mm-hmm. I won't come, and then I'm affecting my relationship with, with God because I'm not coming to like your service mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that, or I'm not coming to church because mm-hmm. but all you guys. Because imagine, imagine. That's true. <clears throat> I didn't think of it like that. This person that you have resentment towards, there's certain characteristics about them that like, if you see it in another person, it just... It just gets to mm. you. So you're just like, okay, I'm avoiding all types of people that are like that person. And mm-hmm. so that does affect the way that you are becoming generous to certain people because Facts. you see that personality or characteristic of that person that you're resentful towards. Yeah. So you're just like, ah, bun you, bye. Next yeah. person. And you don't give people chances. Like, not everybody's like that. Yeah. You know, so I can, that's definitely with me in my life right now where it's like, Oh, and you associate with this person too? Bun yeah, you. Bye. Bun all you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which is kind of foolish, but yeah. I didn't think of it like that. Mm. Did you think about Does it affect the way you're in? And you, you no. know what? You, you know what? It's a recent, like, this could be something that's recent for you, but mm. if you think about, like, past things that have you held resentment towards and you kind of overcome it, I feel like that could have been affecting you in terms of your generosity. Mm. And it affects a whole line of people too, mm-hmm. because when I when I um, decide to like disconnect from them people, you have like kids and stuff like that. Don't don't worry about the noise, guys. Don't worry, we're we're, we're having a party over here. Um, <laughs> we're not, but um, it affects a whole like line of youth and stuff mm-hmm. like that because I don't want to associate with the people That's and stuff true. like that, and it's like maybe if you work out them things that mm. you feel like is being ag- um being worked against you then maybe like yeah it'll become better but yeah it's, that's that's definitely in my life a whole whole people are being affected because of my uh resentment towards people a certain group just sad <laughs> i think me it just it sticks more with the person mm. Not really the like the group the other group of people that are maybe like in the same environment. Like I think I, I can overcome that. I think I wouldn't never not go somewhere because of someone. Mm. Are you sure? Have I done that? Can you give me a No, I'm just asking you because for me it's it's I don't not know. Like, I'm just for now like currently I don't think so. I'm just saying like I don't think for me, like if I'm in a position where I have some type of like 
anger towards somebody and they're in the same room i'm not gonna be not i'm not gonna it's not like i'm not gonna go to that place but i'm gonna try to avoid this person yes like yeah. I, i'm not gonna just i won't feel comfortable no yeah like i could be saying that's not, not being generous like i see you do that this weekend me <laughs> no that's not true yes, no it didn't yeah, I, did. I said hello <laughs> 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 I, I the thing is like I would say hello but it's just like I I I still that that thing is kind of bubbling right mm. I'm not being authentic and God knows my heart already so it's just like yeah yes you're not being that's true that's what I'm saying it's like you could be in the room that's fine it's not like you're gonna avoid the person but yeah. it's like are you being authentic no you don't like this person you are angry towards this person but also that group of people in, in my life are holding back on certain stuff with me. Does that make sense? Like, let's say, oh, you can run this small. Hold group. on a second. Are you talking about a different type of person? Are you talking about a different person that you have resentment towards? Because no, I'm talking about a person I have resentment towards. If I have oh. resentment towards them, yeah. I feel like they're holding back on um, doing stuff with me because they feel like maybe I'm not available or and they have that perception on me mm-hmm. and it, and it can show mm-hmm. it, it shows yeah. and it's like like do you not think I'm um, like able to do certain stuff because. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have this one perception on me. It's like, oh, Nana's not available. He's not mm. able to do it. Because I said no a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So then it turns into like, it turns into so many different things. So the, uh, this one thing I, I, I always think about, I'm like, I'm like, this person should come to me. Like, that's this person what I needs to come to me. You. Like, I already done my part and they need to come to me. But that's not what we're called. Like, I, and then this is where God just kind of put this in my heart. It's like, we're in, like when you're always going to say that every time mm-hmm. this person needs to come to me. So what if they don't come to you? What what are you going to do? What if okay, but what if what what's the point where you come to the person and they don't end up like Reciprocating. You know, receiving or oh. like trying to put effort into it? Like mm-hmm. do you end up leaving the friendship? Is it okay to just you know let it go? Not saying that like So this has oh, to do with friendship, right? Yeah, or, or like, relationship or anything. Relation anything, yeah. I just right. think the point of it is that God calls us to ask for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And so if you do your part of asking for forgiveness and you've literally cleared your conscience and your heart, then at that point you leave it up to the next person to, to do whatever with whatever you said, just then. Mm-hmm. like you can't, but how force can them. you, conf- conf- you Sorry. Can- how can you take away that uncomfortableness? I think you have to be okay and be at peace that this person is not going to receive what you said. That's literally what it is because Jesus went to places and he wasn't received well. Mm-hmm. He, he, they even told us, Jesus told us, pick up your two, your two sandals and go to the next place. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. And so it's just like, I think that's where we have to get to the point where you have to be genuine enough to be like, hey, I'm being honest with you and authentic with you. This is what, I, this is how I felt and yada, yada, yada. Explain yourself mm-hmm. and you be at peace with that. And if they don't receive it, well, mm-hmm. you leave it up to God and they will work on themselves but you can't force as I just think if we don't do our part of actually saying I open my mouth and I, I apologize and I ask for forgiveness or you spoke up and you said this is how I feel I feel this type of anger towards you and whatever the case is then you did your part and that's it Jesus mm-hmm. does the rest it's hard though I'm not gonna lie I was not gonna be like you're saying it's easy but I yeah I had that moment too where with friends that I'm like I've done my part. Like you, now it's your turn to come here and talk to me. Like I just feel sorry. There's in my life right now. I just feel like I'm not getting the. I'm all. I feel like I'm always pouring to people, mm-hmm. and I'm not always getting that like pour back into like it. checking in on me. Like I don't. I don't get. I don't get that. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, 
okay, I'm t- I I need that now. Like, I need people to be like, hey, what are you doing? Like, how are you doing? How's-? And even if I say I'm good, it's bad enough. At least you said, hey, how are you doing? You know, but I'm like, if I check in on you and I, and I say, hey, how are you doing? And it never gets returned, like, throughout the week or whatever, then I just... I just feel like e- mm. either it's all about you all the time. And so that's how you build the first time sometimes mm. too. So I went on a little rant or tangent there, but mm. did you have something to say? Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> you okay? He's just yeah. thinking. Because he's in pain? And in pain. Mm. <laughs> Combination of both. <laughs> okay, this is an expression I, I, I liked a lot. It says, is it possible to be genuinely, genuinely, generous, generous, well, genuinely generous, if there is an underlying sense of resentment, can you be genuinely generous if there is an underlying underlying sense of resentment? I don't think so. Because you can't fully like be generous because mm. you have that block. That block that you have to get to because you're being resentful. Mm. So I don't think it's fully ever going to be genuine. Because you're smiling in my face, but knowing you mm. have something to say yeah. to get off your chest, it's mm. like, it's never going to, it's never going to be that. Mm. I wouldn't want someone to like work with me if you know you have resentment because it's going to, imagine if someone keeps asking you, asking you, and then it's going to build, it's going to build and then it's probably even going to get worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think both parties should always like talk about it. Like during, during the retreat, I, I had a conversation with one of our friends. Mm-hmm. That we haven't seen in a long time. We're honest, like, bro, mm-hmm. what's going on? Man? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like you did this to me, and she felt like I did this to her, and mm-hmm. we hashed it out there, and hopefully, it can be something coming out of the retreat, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So it's like I don't think anything can move if there's resentment. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't move because that's not a good foundation at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think this this culture is like. It's one and done. Like, hey, you hurt me. Okay, bye. That's what, yeah, when we were talking and um, the questions after the sermon mm-hmm. and how, like, the world of cancel culture is, like, just so immediate mm-hmm. that, like, if you hurt me, like, you know, well, we're not friends anymore and I can find some, like, just block. And yeah. it's, like, so easy to yeah. just move on to the next person. But, like, I feel like blocking the person just builds up all that hurt mm-hmm. and then when you eventually find someone who's like yeah. trying to really be a good friend you, you can't run, really you see run, them yeah, you run you're just away. seeing all yeah. those you know um preconceived notions of the person already so it's like it makes it hard to one be a friend hard to see the genuine and honesty of people generally mm-hmm. people and like even the godliness in people like right. you always are skeptics so yeah. it's like if you don't deal with that already then yeah. it's like i don't know not me though. If I if I get a friend that has all the check marks, I'm taking that. I'm not saying, oh, this person messed me up in the past. Then I'm gonna. But, but nah, imagine it's not like deliberate. Like yeah. it's like you kind of like oh. judge their. It's like a subtle. It's like a unintentional thing that you're doing because of mm-hmm. all the built up resentment that Unconscious you had. Unconscious bias. Yes, bias it's right. like you have all this stuff built mm-hmm. up, but it's like. It's unconscious. You don't think you don't know that you're doing it, but you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Right? Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, this one's another. It's not really a question, but it's more so a, a, a. Yeah, it is a question. Sorry. Or your thoughts on like, so basically the idea of generosity because we've been talking about resentment and generosity. But I know we talk about this sometimes or on uh, offline about gener- being generous and being a Christian. What does that look like to you? And I and based off the retreat and the idea of like. <laughs> <laughs> Why 
Just the idea that there's some people think that there's a poverty mentality mm-hmm. as being a Christian, like you need to give up everything and you can't be rich. Like you shouldn't be, like you shouldn't be rich. Yeah, you just like those, you know, they like always bring up the stories of like they gave their last pennies <laughs> and you're like I'm not them. <laughs> I wanna that be was rich. their mission. That's not my mission. So there is a poverty mentality. Some people have this I this I this poverty mentality where it's like as a Christian, you shouldn't have anything. You need to give everything away, and that's how you become a good like Christ- generosity, a, yeah. a good Christian. That's a that's a quality Christian. That's a Jesus Christian. <laughs> quality Christian. <laughs> that's a standard. You need to give everything away. Yeah. Now, what's your thoughts on that? Not everybody don't. Not every Christian thinks like that. I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about Christians being rich? First of all, and do you think that you are able to be are able to give stuff away like be like wealthy but also be generous not well yeah can you be like, wealthy and like generous have or do you money. have to be not be below the poverty line but like basically living Live a, a simple life that's what yeah it is, basically. exactly yeah, yeah. so i wish i had bible for you guys right now sorry because i know there's some bible verses that can speak on mm-hmm. this so maybe next time i'll get it for you um, to your first question, let's see if I can remember the first question. Yes, I feel like you can be rich and be generous as a Christian. You do not have to be broke, okay? <laughs> what am I going to have if I give everything, you know? Mm. What am I going to... I have to have something. I have to be a good steward of my money. Mm-hmm. Faith without Isn't works is like dead. Isn't that like a double-edged sword? It's like... It's a, no, I told you it, to be a good steward... <laughs> Then he like calls you to be generous, but it's like, what's the fine line in between? So what do you mean by good finish? No, I was gonna say then, what is it being a good steward like? Because not spending your money crazy, not prioritizing what you spend your money on, not buying twenty shoes, and knowing that you can help like this program out and stuff like that. Like that's being a good steward of your money. Like helping people that, you know, ask you for help. I don't know. I feel like that's being a good steward. But you don't have to be broke. This no, whole I know, thing, but I'm saying if you, but then are you saying people constantly giving their self like is are you saying that you can't have good things and that's that's being a good mm. like steward? People well, I, maybe I'm getting your question right, but I'm gonna say this because you sparked something. Mm-hmm. It's like the sometimes people think you, as a Christian, you can't have good things. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. drive a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. You can't have a big house. Mm-hmm. Are you crazy? How you how are you gonna hey. tell someone like <laughs> me? Like, how are you telling me? <laughs> how are you gonna tell someone like me that lived in the hood in crazy conditions, a kid like me, that you can't have these things? They're gonna look at you crazy. Mm-hmm. Then that's probably gonna steer them off to something else. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's some people that should be called to, there's some people that are called to live in the hood to, you know, um, be a, a light yeah. a light and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you need the people that live outside the neighborhood so people can see like, yo, this mm-hmm. person did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? And, and some people live in the area and are also making money too. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't like that mindset of you should be, giving all your wealth and living this radical lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I do get a part of it though. Mm-hmm. I get a part <laughs> of it. Don't don't I, I do get a part of it. Yeah. But this radical lifestyle is like 
Like me and my friend were talking about it. It's like <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> What? <laughs> nah man. And then and then and then it's like it's kind of belittling someone that made it. Like mm-hmm. this, like a basketball player that got a max contract and bro, they worked hard. They yeah. worked hard for that. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? So it's like but they're still giving. They're still giving. It's like, yeah, like I think for me, like when I would think of generosity, I think of like you give what God calls you to give. Mm. Like if you pray about it and he says you give this amount and this is what I want you to bless this person with and be generous generous in this way, mm. then that's what he's calling you to do. I don't think everybody as you were saying is called to give up everything. Yeah. And like I don't yeah, I don't think everyone's and I'd call as you said, people are called to give examples. Like, if we are not not wealthy, but, like, shouldn't Christians be the wealthy ones to be able to share the money to those who are, like, mm-hmm. less fortunate? And, like, it gives an example of how... I think it also shows an example to the ones who are less fortunate that they can't they can succeed, they can do things and give back to their community. Mm-hmm. How does this look like yeah. when you have more yeah. money, right? Yeah. And even... Those who are called to it, how does it look when you have less money? Mm-hmm. Like, there's two different lives that yeah. people are called to, and not yeah. everyone's called to the same. Yeah. Who who is gonna help fund the nonprofit organizations in the hood? Because <laughs> the government ain't helping all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need people to have funds yeah. so they can help us. Yeah. If you use your money for dumb things, kudos to you. Mm-hmm. That's how it should work. But if you're if you're using your money for foolishness, mm-hmm. then Bro, we understand, like, okay, that's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So this mindset of living this radical life, it gets me annoyed sometimes. Yeah. It does get me annoyed sometimes. Because you want me to have nothing? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you want that's me to bad. have nothing? Really? Do you want me to have nothing? I'm I, not asking for I, a lot, first of all. I don't want to be, listen, I don't want to be a millionaire. I want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. But God doesn't call us to be comfortable. Bernice. Because that is a great point. Wait, 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 wait. Bernice, that is an amazing point. I'm saying he doesn't. I'm saying, but it doesn't have to be financial. That line does not have to be financial. That's true. But suffering in all aspects of life. No, listen. But suffering in all aspects of life, because at the end of the day, money is not your provider. It's not. It's God that's provider. It doesn't make you happy. It doesn't make. Let me put that out. It doesn't make you happy. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, but being broke, stress is different. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Being broke, stress. We don't no, want those I, no, problems. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, in those moments of being broke, stress is when you're supposed to lean on the Lord, so mm. that your faith builds up, so that you're trusting in the Lord to provide. So I feel like those times of like financial stress and those times of like being um, overwhelmed with bills and not being able to pay for certain things or not being able to be comfortable. Those are times where suffering, as per usual, that as we're called to be, we're going to be suffering, as yeah. God said, Jesus said. But I'm saying those moments are when God is saying, hey, lean on me. Don't get me wrong now. The Bible all, like the Old Testament, it shows God is, like, he wants his people to be in a good space. He wants them to be in a, in a land that is wealthy. For example, the Israelites, they were, in, they were, promised a land filled with milk and honey lots of herds lots of materials lots of houses so god wants to provide for us and give us a life that is like obviously it helps us right but i think in those moments where we're like we're lacking those things he wants us to lean on them but he tells us not to forget about the commands because oftentimes when you get money the generosity parts it kind of goes backwards but i also think like he calls it like there's comfortable like you're comfortable but you're not like 
how can I say this? It's like um, he's gonna give you seasons of dry seasons, mm-hmm. and that's where you depend on him. But it's not like you're completely Constantly, like that's exactly yes. to the end. But like Every there's a season day, where yeah. like you're literally grappling about yeah. where where to go, what to mm-hmm. pay for, mm-hmm. and like you're depending on him. But, but not that like season like, is important. No, it is. That season is very important. That where you have to. F- Put your trust in God. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't put your trust in God, you're going to be broke again mm-hmm. and again and again. So I feel like everyone should get to that point, right? But, sorry, I forgot what I had to say, but continue. Sorry. Maybe it will go on. No, I was just saying, I was going to say, like, just being, I feel a lot of times we just believe, like, once you get money, you're, especially I for myself too, I can think, like, hey, if I get a little bit more money, I'm going to be more generous. It's not going to happen that way. It's just natural that we're just very simple nature. We're going to buy that extra pair of shoes that we didn't need to wear for... Speak for yourself. I'm, I'm speaking for most people. Because when the money comes now, let's look at summertime. When we go to summertime and we get increased in our hours, increasing the pay. <laughs> the money that you're supposed to be yeah. using... Listen. The money that you're supposed to be using for tithing. It's not going to eating in restaurants. It's not going to eating You're in... You're paying that not, backlog from all the debt you've been in the dry season. It's true. No, but that credit card that you're not paid down, that God has helped you to pay down, is not going up because you want to live soft life. All I'm saying is that, at the end of the day, money, the more money we get, it's not the more generous we get. The more money we get, the more greedy we get. We just have to be conscious enough to recognize like, hey, God has blessed me with this, so now let me give it back to him. And give... And it's like, who said this? Have enough... Oh, what did, what did Pastor John say? I don't know. He said a line, or was it wasn't Mother Teresa that said it, like, you can you can mark how generous a person is by how much they have left. Yeah. So that's that's basically. I'm not saying be broke, but if you look at your overall like lifestyle, how much have you given and how much do you have left? Is it a lot more than you've given? Then you have to re- you have to re- like revise that. Mm-hmm. I've heard something on the radio too. I think it was even today or maybe yesterday how this guy basically God put on his heart that the percentage that he's supposed to give is his age. So every year wow. he ages is that that's the percentage of uh, money. money he's going to give mm-hmm. uh, give back to the church or whatever it is. And that's a diff- that's a hard thing to swallow and be like God, mm-hmm. every year you age. So I'm 26 right now. So God's telling me give 26 percent of your bank account to the church or your salary or whatever you make. That's well, a hard thing. That to, guy's probably making a lot of money. He probably. What if he's not? And I want to. Do you think God only plant? Like, <laughs> I'm being honest. No, I know. I, this and I like that. But I'm saying, do you think God only tests people who are rich to be giving more? No. But that's what I'm saying. So sometimes we have that mentality where, like, if you have more money, you should be giving a lot more. Nah, we all have more money. Like, like speaking on generosity. Like for me, I was telling them. For me, it's easier to give. Like, like. Uh, f- buy you food or mm-hmm. buy you a gift to like friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that or to like people than to actually tithe and that's the problem that I I have because mm-hmm. sometimes I'd be like where does money even mm-hmm. going to like is mm-hmm. this really going to the thing like you know but it's very very easy for me to give it to someone or to or even give my time too yeah. it doesn't just have to be yeah, money yeah. it could be time so I need to like kind of get no I need to get better with tithing my money for real because it, it's, it your is, money has yeah. to be blessed first you want to make more money you mm-hmm. want your money to be increased that money that you have needs to be blessed so you need to give your 10 percent and watch god bless your life if you don't give your money and it's not blessed then i don't see why you think like mm-hmm. your money's gonna grow mm-hmm. that investment that 
Bitcoin, what is it? Uh, Bitcoin, that thing even dropped. That thing didn't even exist anymore. Bitcoin, you're putting your trust in. Mm-hmm. Put your trust in that and see. Mm-hmm. It fell you, so... Yeah, I think it's just a testing point. I think all these things are testing points yeah. in terms of like what to give us tide if you're like not having enough. Because even in my season now, like I don't have like a lot. It's dry season for me right now. But I'm like, if I do give, like what can God do for mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Not that sounds bad, mm-hmm. but like how can God show up in that season for me? Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to trust and believe that if I give this money, I don't have a lot, but mm-hmm. I'm going to give this, you know, and see yeah you know what he does with it yeah I, I i like how you said it is a testing point because i'm like at the end of the day i feel like god is testing us to see how much you first trust him how much you love him mm-hmm. it's all about that and it's like and it's like sometimes in relationships some females do this where they test their partner and it's like how much like do you love me do you love me how much do you love me right mm-hmm. and so i feel like god is always checking our hearts right and money is just it's just a culture it's one of the easiest things to fall prey to money yeah. it gets you shiny and glitz and glamour it's gonna get you everything that you so much desire yeah. and you feel like it's gonna satisfy you because it is valuable and tangible and tangible and so mm-hmm. it's like a lot of people in our age right now is working hustling trying to make a, a way for their life but they put god in the back burner and mm-hmm. they really have been running in the same space for the past two three years like me going on a retreat one of the components was like i don't want to pay this money mm-hmm. the heck? but i'm like if I pay this money, I can get closer to God and mm-hmm. build relationships and get a break from the city. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I did it. So Exactly. It's, uh, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, things are getting expensive. Like, you're really questioning, like, am I ever going to move out of my parents' house? Am I ever going to own something on it's my looking own? looking crazy to move it's out of your parents' house now. Everybody stay thing. together too. But that's where God plus. is try- trying to show up the most. He's trying to Eesh. prove people wrong. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's okay. He's trying to prove. It's trying to prove to his people, like, hey, I am the God mm-hmm. that I'm you, provider. I'm, I am provider, and so like when things are looking a little tough Shaky. and tight, I show up. Mm-hmm. I show up. We when don't you trust him enough, and we don't up, exactly. I we definitely this generation don't trust him enough. Like, I don't. I, I just my my faith is like it's definitely increased since the pandemic, but I yeah. feel like it can go higher for sure because. I do question, like, God, I don't know if I'm going to, mm-hmm. how am I going to pay for, how am I going to pay for this stuff? Like, where is it going to come from? Like, yeah. I'm out here questioning and trying to scramble at work and try to get another job that pays more. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, God is like, okay, well, I'm I'm here. I didn't say be idle, but mm-hmm. I do want you to trust, like, when you do pray to me that I will respond and I will open a door for you. So, yeah. I'm going to lie. In this season, God has been coming clutch. Mm-hmm. Like, certain stuff. One day I'm going to write a book, man. <laughs> Certain stuff. Car breaking down. Mm-hmm. Or not breaking down, but needs work or something like that. The fun's coming at the right time. The, yeah. coming like, at just the, the right, right amount. Time. Or someone mm-hmm. say, hey, can you do this for me? Record this for me mm-hmm. and I'll pay you this. It's definitely coming in handy. But then there's still like different blows coming out of nowhere and it's like golly son so yeah the trust factor but i'm I'm, like i'm not tripping right when it comes to this the the nature of like give everything we should ask our people the people that because it's craziness well today i we were reading a script uh passage from acts and it actually told this is what exactly what it said hold on give me one second it said at the end this is what happened because they got the Holy Spirit, the Pentecost. Jesus went um, up to heaven in the Pentecost. The Holy Spirit fell upon the people and then they spread the gospel and 3,000 people got saved. This is what they did after they got saved. He said, um, every day 
Oh, sorry. Let me go back. So all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising and praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily um, those who were being saved. So they they sold property and possessions to give anyone who had need. The one that we're reading, it says they sold their, all their property. Mm-hmm. Another version said they sold all their property. Now, I'm not saying that's what people, <laughs> Jesus is calling us to, but I'm just saying like, there's going to be times in life, fashion. there's yeah. going to be, yeah, there's going to be a time in life where you're going to, God is going to ask you to sacrifice something that you really love mm-hmm. or sacrifice something that means a lot or is it's valuable. And it's like, are you ready to, like, are you going to do that and obey him? Mm-hmm. So... Being generous, Pastor John said it. Being generous is like a next level of like Faith. the Christian walk. Yeah, it's not just uh, when you get saved, you all of a sudden just give everything away. Because some people do that, but mm-hmm. I think you have to work your way to 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 that. And step one is releasing all types of resentment, so you can be a generous person, right? Anna? Amen. Mm. Sorry, I keep saying sorry because I feel this pain, <laughs> <laughs> but. At the end of the day, so resentment, obviously, if you have any resentment, I encourage you all to seek the Lord and ask him to purify your heart and to help you deal with this resentment. Because at the end of the day, it's not it's not only blocking relationships that can help you or but it's also blocking your relationship with God. Like it's the the idea of being close to God is to remove all types of sin, all types of barriers. So how are you gonna do that if you have resentment in your heart? Pray. Is exactly pray. have a conversation with that yep. person, and if you can't pray strength. for that person, because sometimes you can't have that conversation, mm-hmm. right? You won't be able to have that conversation because they're not ready to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. So you just pray and ask God to help you through that and understand that sometimes you're not going to get that opportunity yeah. to talk to them. I need help because everybody that I labeled like that, well, everyone that I have resentment resentment with, mm-hmm. it hasn't gone down. It stayed and it just stays there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. Yeah, so that's definitely like I'm, a part. I'm, I'm crazy mm-hmm. part. I have a crazy part of myself where it's like a soldier mindset. Once you like cross me. That's the end of it. But I've hurt people too. Yeah, and that's so, the thing. Sometimes we forget we could be hurting somebody. I definitely hurt people too and yeah. they definitely resent me mm. for sure. So Sorry. Yep. Well, yeah, we say <laughs> <so>, yep. <laughs> we do. Yeah, I, I, like we said, we're all human. Like we're on this podcast. We're talking, being honest as possible. And yeah. so if you, like I said before, if you're, going through types of resentment through to a parent like you resent a parent or you resent a friend a sibling please deal with clear that. your conscience please deal with that clear yeah because god was gonna do great things and he probably wants to do great things but it's probably like you out here stopping it because yeah. you're not dealing with things that he's called you to deal with so we trying out here we really trying yes keep praying for us so that we can be uh just led by the spirit i guess and Good examples for the next generation. Yeah. Well, that is the end of the episode. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to us and being vulnerable and open and honest. As a matter of fact, before you leave, why don't you do me a, do us a favor? Why don't yes. you go to our Spotify? Yeah, and give us a rating, five star. Before you do that, also put on the notification bell. You can notify yourself of when the See our new drops. podcast are sexy. Eh? Exactly. We're all here fire pink. <laughs> Melanin popping. So come on, you can't miss us at this point. It's way too bright. So why don't you do that before you leave? And then second thing is, why don't you go on YouTube and subscribe? 
Third thing is, after you subscribe, why don't you share this episode with someone that will encourage them and uplift them and then get them to follow. You see? And then like. And then like When you click the video, just like. You know, it helps us. It helps the algorithm. It helps everything, you know. Right. Help us out here. We're giving good, free content. Content. Yes. Life. Encouragement and life. You know, godly. Yes. All those things. So So, do those things for us to help share the gospel. That's basically what we're trying to do. It's not about really about us, but it's about sharing the gospel and what God has been teaching us through our life experiences. We're not perfect. We are still living, enjoying life because we obviously are still young. Right? Right. Awesome. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for staying with us. And for those who are new, thank you guys for popping in. We will see you guys on the next episode. Bye.